Greetings there, SE land. This is Twig. Anthony Twig Wheeler here with another episode of Twig's SE Reflections podcast. This time, episode 88 is actually going to be a bit of a treading water episode. I've been down in Bolivia for the month of April. I was there working with a great heroine of mine, Chellis Glendinning, looking at a life history storytelling with her around her activism, politics, therapy perspective. Truly special. I'll be looking forward to producing that and sharing that with the world as the year goes on. For now, I'm in transition from Bolivia back to my home in Washington. And on the way there, I'm stopping over at the Buckeye Gathering. That's a experimental archaeology ancestral living skills gathering that happens. I'm keen on it, that kind of thing. I'll be there teaching about how to live in the wilderness without stuff, taking an axe and a knife, learning how to make fire without matches. I'll be joining with a lot of my people there teaching similar kinds of things. Looking forward to that. Because of this, I'm taking a step back from producing new content for you all this week, grabbing instead the audio file from chapter 33 of Twig's Guide to the SE Language. That's a video project that I've created over several years that looks at various different communication techniques and styles of attracting people to their experience, supporting them through that. That's available at my website, liberationispossible.org backslash language guide. You can find that from the homepage as well, liberationispossible.org. I'll take that audio file. I'll pass it on here to the podcast, and you'll get to listen to that today. It's a way for me to share a little something and to, like I say, tread water on providing new content. That's my preference give you new stories or reflections, thoughts about what you might be looking at in your own sessions out there. I think this episode on the pendulation terrain will hold up for that. For now, hope you'll grant me that, and I will step off the map, out into the wilderness, sing around a fire, play with sticks again. They don't call me Twig for nothing, huh? Oh, I should say, At the very beginning of this 10-minute episode on the pendulation terrain, I make an apology. The apology is that some of us, myself included, are the kind of people who make up new words for things that have probably already been explained or said elsewhere differently or maybe even better. I'm one of those, and even the pendulation terrain is one of those, so I'm just making a little apology for that. I do that, silly little thing. New words. Okay, then. For now, I'm wishing you all the very, very best, waving to you from the Sierra foothills. Bye-bye now. Okay, now I've apologized already, so I'm just going to give it over. There's another phrase in here that I use in myself, kind of helps me structure what I'm doing here, and it's called the pendulation terrain. Now, I, I live in the mountains, so it's easy for me to think in terms of landscape And when you enter into a landscape, a terrain, there are places you're going to go and places you're not going to go. You know, like in my hills, some stuff is just really steep and it's not interesting for you to go toward until you're like on some kind of big adventure. It's just not easy climbing. It's not easy to walk around. And there are other places 
that you know once you go down there you're you're gonna have to like turn around and come back someday and and that's not gonna be so comfortable so so you don't you know you you know maybe on some big hike one day you really go down into that gully but other days you just kind of look down at it and then you move on so there's like a kind of you know there's the natural elements of the terrain and then there are places where as a voyager into those areas you're not interested i'm not interested in going because it's just you know too much work I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it so in that way there are places as we enter into the body experience enter into the interior experience enter into like kind of where we're going to let the pendulum swing of its own there are things that are associated and things that are not associated that we could still notice like links to or kind of bridges toward and sometimes might be of interest for somebody to try to go down but we don't necessarily want to go there and there are other times where like there's a whole terrain available but a person's attention doesn't go anywhere just kind of like stays in one place and it's like they don't explore the landscape enough to get that observational sufficiency the investment for watching things change so as i'm kind of entering into you know what's happening here what's what is this what's what's the body response to this conversation we're having what's the the associations what have they brought up as we're talking about this positive thing or negative thing whatever what what is the pendulation terrain like what is the associational areas of this person's experience that are going to kind of signal to one another and and make kind of a, a vibration in a way you know this kind of pendulation when developing the pendulation terrain it's largely about kind of again going from that global to specific and catching the details and the differentiations as you go the differentiation questions are of course that that's kind of like the the prime stay of this that's like where you really get the value out of somatic experiencing where you kind of help a person's attention move toward more pendulation because you help them become more differentiated and more aware of the differences in their experience and i say that now to reinforce that when you're thinking about the pendulation terrain what's associated here what's going to allow this to move enough when you're thinking about that keep in mind you know the the idea of pendulation you know oscillation like I, I have always thought that the pendulum as an idea, the pendulation as an idea is a, is a really nice metaphor. It works for me. Like I've always been like, oh, I'm swinging on this. Oh, it's going from one side. Oh, it's going to go to the other side. The, the value of that image is most, it kind of like holds itself the most when we recognize that the things that it is swinging between whatever it is you know this kind of differences this swing between differences it it represents oscillation at like the broadest sense of anything that is an association that that is in association that is having some kind of change happen between it some kind of difference happening between it you know, the notion of a global reaction to things where everything responds globally is that you don't see the differentiation between different parts. 
And with it, it's really hard for things to change. It just has the same response over and over. You know, um, if it were to happen that way, that our hearts were to have a global response and didn't pendulate, didn't oscillate, didn't have nerves firing rhythmically and then having muscle tissue spasm or, you know, contract um, with some kind of alteration, then all of the cells, all the muscle cells in our heart would seize all at once and they wouldn't let go and we would have a heart attack. You know, you don't, you don't want that. We don't, we don't want that. We don't want things to all be one side. We don't want things to always be the same. We don't want things to be globalized without differentiation because we want, we want to be able to rest after we've been up and active. We want our heart to expand and contract. We want our lungs to expand and contract. We want the tension in our body to kind of increase. And then we want it to soften. We want that to happen along our, our venous returns, like the blood vessels returning blood to our heart, you know, while we're sleeping without us moving to move the muscles to pump the blood. We want, we want that, that similar to peristalsis, that smooth muscle action of expansion, contraction. We want oscillation to be happening throughout all of the range of our experience and our thought process. We want things to ebb and flow. We want our emotions to come up and then ease off. We want our activity cycles to be able to kind of like maximize their use and then experience their rest and recovery. We want differences. We want yesterday to be a little different than today in whatever way, even if yesterday was really good. Someday we want to have some kind of like hard days to find out what we're capable of, to be able to really appreciate the days that are super valuable and super easy to do. You know, we, that whole range of change through our lives is kind of part of the nature of being alive. And it's very easy when a signal of danger comes up to it for it to attract all of our attention so that it's less likely for our attention to pendulate or to allow for some difference or oscillation to happen. It turns out, it seems that if the nervous system gets enough of the signal of contraction, like things just tighten up generally and don't do the ebb and flow. You know, if, if we've been conditioned to freeze for a long period of time, you know, the whole system just globalizes toward kind of taking on all new stimulus in this kind of way. And it becomes ever more important for us as practitioners to appreciate the value of noticing change, of noticing differences, because it's only with two different things that are in association that we're going to see kind of like the oscillation, the pendulation that we would anticipate from biological systems. So as you go into the investigation of like, what are you noticing? Where is it? What's it doing? As you're creating the differences, the differentiation between things, and you're noticing what parts of the experience are not associated to what we're gathering here, and what parts of the experience that are associated can be identified so as to provide more awareness of what's happening so that the, the changes between those different things can reinforce the sense of like something is happening and something is changing. As you kind of go into the landscape and you discover what the pendulation terrain is, 
you're recognizing you're trying to get enough differentiation that it's not all globalized, enough space of whatever it is so that it's not all just one thing, enough attention and participation so that it's of interest when it becomes the person walking off into that landscape, you know, metaphorically, of their own. And then, of course, there's the times the need to kind of, oh, right, that's interesting, right? You, I did want to hear more about your grandmother's house. And at the same time, you were also telling me about this sensation. You might try to like have the attention stay in here so you don't climb ridges that, you know, today you don't need to do. In which case, that would be a lot of skills, redirecting attention, mitigating to, for success, helping to broaden attention, et cetera, et cetera. Off on to differentiation now that we know we're looking for the pendulation terrain. Okay, well, I hope that worked well enough for you, the audio quality and everything. I know the audio stands up alone when you're watching it on the video, mixing it between these various different things. Ooh, hopefully it worked out for you. Okay, once again, I'm just going to name out that you can check out the whole language guide at liberationispossible.org backslash languaging or backslash language slash guide or on the homepage, there's a link or anywhere in the menu for that matter. Definitively the most complete and best project that I've ever created for SE folks. People say as much when they give me feedback on it, which is always nice to hear. And there, with the pendulation terrain, will be set up for me to take on a bit more of those things, those ideas, in future SE Reflections podcasts. For now, I'm going to tell you once again, I hope you're doing the very best out there. That's that.